What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of Dad Needs to Talk. I am your host, Robert, and today I talk about seeing Black Widow on release night, me and the kids watching Luca, and binge watching all of Bojack Horseman season one. So let's get to it. Hey, so welcome back to the show. I hope everybody out there is doing well this fine day, this fine week. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, like I mentioned at the top, I am your humble host, Robert, and this is Danny's to Talk, where we talk about everything from fatherhood and family to video games, anime, manga, and whatever other random stuff might be coming up. So, as always... If you're new to the show, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. As always, follow the podcast, subscribe, share, all that fun stuff. So, real quick, I guess, you know, just kind of up top, uh, you know, those of y'all that maybe saw my post or whatever on Twitter that I was going to be off or miss a day or whatever. Um, sorry about that, but, you know. It is what it is. Life, family, all that fun jazz. Um, <laughs> I, I was actually on um, my my wife put me on content creation probation <laughs> for a couple of days, um, just because I had you know kind of been pushing myself a bit hard over the last couple of weeks. Because even heck, e- even since the last week when I did the last main podcast episode. I think I've done like three or four YouTube videos as well as I think two uh, bonus podcast things or something. So I was pumping out the content like crazy just back to back to back. And clearly I knew it was taking a toll on me. My wife obviously saw it. So she was like, hey, Robert, Roberto, mastermind, dad needs to talk. (laughs) She put out all the names on me. And she was like, listen here, mister, nothing for at least two days, no YouTube videos, no podcasting, you know, no working on my website, nothing. I need to take a break. And that that's what I did. And honestly, I needed it, you know, you know, some, sometimes, sometimes it's good to have somebody to balance you out because if, if you don't have really good self-discipline to not push yourself too hard to just like, yo, I'm going to do more videos. I'm going to do more podcasts. I'm going to do more this and that. And you end up kind of crashing and burning. Sometimes it's good to have a spouse, a partner, a friend, family member, somebody that can kind of like pull you back or pull you to the side. Like, yo, hey, chill out, man. You've been kind of going hard. So let's slow it down a bit. So, so yeah, so that that that's what happened there. That's why you know this is going up a day late, just just because like you know we had a bunch of stuff going on, family wise, kids with sports and all that, the the usual jazz I got going on. So by the time it was looking like okay, maybe I can record Sunday night, it was like knocking on eleven p.m. and I'm like, I'm I've been trying to do better about not doing recordings that late anymore or at least trying to set some boundaries for myself because I know 
And y'all have heard me, for those of y'all that have been listening for a while, have heard me say many a time that I'll be up and still like, you know, past midnight, 1 a.m., just finishing recording at 1 a.m. and then editing editing until almost 2 a.m., you know, and then having to go to work, you know, the next morning. Got to be up for work at 6. So, you know, trying to do the best I can to stay consistent for y'all, but also, you know, not overexert myself because it's like, okay hey i don't think nobody out there's gonna be crying <laughs> that oh we didn't get to hear robert talk about black widow <laughs> you know for for an extra day or whatever the case may be so so yeah so just remind y'all just hey we all got to do better i need to do better taking care of ourselves and pacing this out hey as, as somebody that used to run cross country i gotta remember hey this is this is a long game don't need to burn all my energy right now you know, kind of, you know, stress it out and, you know, just relax. I guess it is, is the point I'm trying to get to. So since I'm on the subject of content creation and all that stuff, so just kind of just jumping right into housekeeping and stuff. So um, real quick, just saying, like I said, I've been putting out videos and other podcasts and stuff like crazy. So just kind of a recap for it. If you might have missed something. I had did a review for the Kevin Hart movie Fatherhood last week. I did a bonus life talk podcast where I talked about basically my experience in dealing with the trauma of a a burglary that I experienced seven years ago and like the paranoia that that left me with. So go check out that episode and I've also, you know, did some videos on some summer, some some of these summer anime and some new manga stuff that's out. So, anywho, that that's you know, bonus content stuff that's happened in the last week or so. Um, now, as far as scheduling and stuff for this month, so the remainder of July is going to be pretty crazy, pretty frantic. Cause so this weekend coming up, we have regional track meets both my oldest daughter and my middle son both have regional track meets on separate days so i'm gonna be out of town for a few days my daughter's running friday and my son's running saturday and so you know things might be spotty with next week's episode as well um just because i don't know you know what time we're gonna be getting back and then we gotta go, go get the other kids and all that stuff because because right now we had a kind of split the kids up so like uh my kids that aren't running mainly my oldest one and baby boy he is they are both out at the in-laws for this week and then we just kept the, the two track runners as well as my other daughter because hey twins hard to separate them they're a good support system for each other and i love that so so yeah so my other daughter does basketball she wants to be there to support her twin her sister which, like I said, I love. I'm all for. So, yeah. So it's twins and middle son. So, so anywho, yeah. That that's this weekend. Then next week is my wedding anniversary. Which I still got. I'm still trying to figure out <laughs> what I'm gonna do for that. But yeah, next week is wedding anniversary, and then the final weekend of July, if and depending on how my kids do this weekend in regionals then they might qualify to go to state at the end of the month, which would be more traveling 
and gone for even more days potentially. So yeah, like I said, just, just wanted just to kind of give a heads up to y'all that that there might be, you know, some irregular releases for the rest of this month, um, or at least roughly a month. Let's just say that because, like I said, between the sports stuff, my anniversary, and all that stuff, I don't know, you know, where that's gonna put me at on certain days. So it might be a case to where, you know, I just do like I'm doing today, where I'm just recording a little bit, you know, a day or two later in the week. Or it might be a case where I might have to just miss a whole episode or something. I don't know yet. Like I said, just wanted just to give a little bit of heads up to y'all so y'all know, you know, if there's a Monday morning and you don't see a new podcast episode, then know that, hey, something either might be coming in the next day or two or I might have to just skip, you know, because obviously I love doing this, but I also, like I said, got to make sure I'm being realistic with how I'm doing this. So... What I'm also going to do is this time I have this month, I think, or I already have been doing this, but I'm going to do it even more, is to kind of like rethink the structure for my content because I know for sure the main podcast is going to be long form, you know, so I've already committed to that just because I cover a variety of different things. And for those of y'all that have been listening for a while, know I can talk a lot. And so... I want to keep it that way. And so what I was thinking about, what I might do is kind of condense certain things, restructure a couple of things. So like, for example, and I know I've mentioned this before, but hey, just mentioning it again, I am going to stop. I'm trying to do better about not feeling obligated to talk about everything that I'm reading, everything that I'm watching week to week to week, because Yes, every week I read One Piece, I I read My Hero Academia, I read Dr. Stone, I read, you know, Mashal and Sakamoto Days and Spy Family, so on and so forth. But, and same thing with anime, there's certain shows I watch every week, but that doesn't also, that doesn't necessarily mean that I need to talk about this stuff every single week, you know, just because I want it to be like, hey, when Robert is talking about something... I want to have some meaning behind my words, you know. I don't want to just feel like, oh, I'm I'm filling a quota just to pop up in some algorithm somewhere or whatever. It's like, oh, hey, Robert talked about One Piece this week, even though, you know, he only said like 30 seconds worth of things or whatever. So, but yeah, so I kind of want to like say, just want to like try to trim things up and it's like, okay, you know what? There's always going to be something I'll watch every week. I feel like that I'm going to want to talk about. There's always going to be at least something I read that I want to talk about. But I'm just going to pick just like a few of the biggest things that I'm like, you know what? This is something that caught my attention or this was a really good episode I want to talk about. So just because I know there there is so many people out there that do, that have dedicated channels for each show, each series, each manga or they just talk about everything weekly. That's not me, you know, and, and and that is something that I need to remind myself of, of like, hey, I am doing this for fun and to talk about things I want to talk about. And so I never want to, you know, like I said, get to where I'm hey, feeling obligated to talk about something. So like I said, just kind of knowing, just wanted to put that out there now going forward to where like, hey, you know, you want to hear Robert's thoughts on One Piece this week or My Hero Academia or whatever, 
you know, hey, that, that's that's the reason why I do my timestamps. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there that don't do timestamps. That's one reason why I do my timestamps. And I hope that y'all appreciate that because it kind of gives you a look at what's different stuff I talk about because, you know, so especially like because I cover a lot of stuff that is weekly or whatever. I know there's some stuff to where, oh, hey, somebody might only be anime only on the series or or maybe haven't read the newest chapter or whatever. I try to do those timestamps where it's like, okay, hey, this is where I talk about X series. So if you're not caught up on it or whatever, or hey, if you just don't care, you can skip ahead to whatever fancies your boats. So, yeah, like I said, just trying to do that and uh, and trying to keep from like flooding. Hey, I, I've, I've gotten way better than like my first two months. I was like, yo, video or podcast, 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 like two, three things a week. But it's like, no, you know, there's some things I'm going to try to condense, shape up and stuff like that. I'm going to try to um, get to some point where I have like, like transition sounds or music or something. Like I said, just trying to like spice it up, bring more life to the show. Because I, I know sometimes, you know, with it, with it just being me, it might not be as entertaining as, you know, some other podcasts and stuff out there that might have at least a duo or something. But I enjoy this, you know, I, now that's not to say, you know, I do have a list of people that I do want to have on at some point, but I am still on this journey of finding myself, finding how I want my voice and stuff to be put out into the world. And so I want to make sure I have myself in order or at least like a little bit better situated before I just, you know, take on even more stuff of having guests on and all that other stuff so you know just putting it out there like I said guests and stuff will come in the months to come but it's not a immediate focus at the moment for me um like I said just trying to get this all situated get myself figured out schedule wise and on a on a more regimented routine and the structure of the show as well so because I think I think I'm also going to start doing because, like I said, there's certain things where it's like, okay, I've read this volume of a series. Now, if it's good enough for me to do a separate talk on it, I will. But I think what I'm going to start doing, like I said, since I'm already doing a long form podcast, is I'll just roll that into the show. You know, now, of course, my big manga read through stuff, I think that that will still remain separate whenever I get back to reading like 20th Century Boys or Villain Saga. But for like some of these smaller manga volumes that I'm reading, I think I'll just incorporate that in. So the idea, I think, is, you know, I'll still you know, do my usual housekeeping, life talk and stuff at the top, at the top of the show like I'm doing now. Then if there's any news, then, you know, talk about if I've played anything, which I haven't recently, you know, what stuff I've been watching, what stuff I've been reading, which watching and reading is, hey, that is something you always count on for Albert every week. But... Then I want to have like a big topic section towards like, okay, this is where, okay, hey, I've seen some big movies over the last week. That's where that's going to be talked about. Or I finished reading volume one or volume whatever of a manga series. That's where I'm going to talk about that. Or I've binge read a good chunk of a series. I'm going to do that just because at the end of the day, you know, like I said, there is some stuff where I do want to split it up separate but 
I want to also start, you know, folding that in here to bring more, I guess, like more value to this show. That way it's not just a, hey, here's just general talk of what I've seen that week, whatever. I want it to be more, you know, so like I said, just, you know, experimenting and stuff. And, you know, like I said, as always, please, y'all reach out to me. Let me know whether it's, you know, via email, DM on Twitter, Instagram, whatever the case may be. Let me know your feedback on this stuff. It'd be greatly appreciated. So nobody has really <laughs> messaged me any feedback or whatever. But hey, if you would kindly just let me know, you know, are you liking the show? Not liking the show? Whatever the case is, um, I, I'm just always curious just for, uh, you know, some constructive feedback. So, but anywho, um, but yeah, so like I said, that, that's just kind of what a heads up of what things might be looking like for the, for the next month with my schedule wise and then like I said just the potential restructuring of the show which like I said it's not too different from what I do now but yeah so anywho (laughs) enough uh, rambling on so let's get into a little bit of news so for news so we just got we got a couple of uh some cool trailers and some other and some couple and some big new stuff I'm excited about. So first off we got the first trailer for the Marvel's What If series. Now, of course, you know, I, I'm not too familiar with I guess like whatever potential comic line or whatever this is based off of, but the point of what if is just basically like looking at all these alternative realities and universes of the MCU of or or just of the Marvel universe of just like, hey, what if this character was doing this instead or teamed up with this or was changed around? Because like example, they showed basically a female Captain America, but it was Captain Carter, which Agent Carter from Agents of Shield, but her in a like Captain America suits with the shield but it had like the british flag and stuff on it um there was also a t'challa which we also found that they're like uh chadwick boseman is this is his last role that he recorded lines for before he passed so he'll be reprising the role as t'challa aka the black panther in what if but yeah it was like some scenes of like of like a uh, Black Panther teaming up with, shoot, I forgot the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy with the little mohawk, the whistles with the little arrow things, so like them two teaming up, and just all these different like crazy mashups and stuff. So I'm very excited to watch that. That's gonna be coming out sometime, I believe, mid August. So just a little over a month away. So I'm excited to watch that. Um, I've been enjoying pretty much all the other Marvel stuff. I've you know enjoyed. I really enjoyed WandaVision, enjoyed Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I've been liking Loki so far. So, hey, for uh, What If, I'm excited about that. Like I said, coming out in a month. So next up, they announced Villain Saga Season 2 of the anime. So, for those that don't know, don't remember, I love me some Villain Saga. I loved Season 1. And then earlier this year or a few months back when I first started this podcast, I had bought basically the next set of 
of uh, I guess you call them omnibuses, but basically books that continue the story of a villain saga past season one of the anime. So I've you know, binge read all those. I did podcast episodes on those. So if you're interested in my thoughts on those, can go listen to those. But yeah, I'm very excited for this. There is no official date or anything yet. It was just like a very brief teaser, and it was just mainly like the uh, the creator of Villain Saga, who is uh, Makoto Yukimura. He had just uh, tweeted out that like, hey. He's excited because this was the two-year anniversary of when season one debuted. And so he, you know, announced officially, like, yes, you know, we can officially announce that season two is in production. And, of course, it's going to be covering the next arc, which is called the Farmland Saga arc. So, and there's, like, a really cool teaser poster of, just say, an older Thorfinn, because some time has passed since season one, of him dropping his signature dagger. So that's all I'm going to say on that. So yeah, very excited about that. And then last bit of news is that Shield Hero Season 2 got delayed. Yeah, it got delayed until April of 2022. So I believe it was scheduled for this fall. Let's see. Yeah, it was scheduled to come out in October for the fall season, but it's getting bumped two seasons. So it's going to be debuting in spring for the spring season of 2022. So Sad to see. I always sad to hear about delays, but hey, studios, take your time. Do what you need to do, you know, to, you know, make sure this stuff is getting done properly. So, yeah, we look, we look forward to seeing Shield Hero Season 2 next year. And last bit of news, just something I just want to toss in as well, because I can't remember if I had already mentioned this or not. Let me see real quick before I talk on it. Okay, I guess I didn't, unless maybe it's a few episodes back. But just a reminder, like, hey, they they did officially show the trailer for Chainsaw Man a few weeks back now. I, I must have known, knowing me, I'm pretty sure I did talk about that. So forgive me if I'm repeating that again, but just wanted to make sure I <laughs> mentioned it at some point. So, but yeah, so be on the lookout for that. That series was really cool. So, yeah, and I think that is going to do it for all the new stuff. Um... I'm trying to think because I don't think there was too much else talked about. So, all right. So, yeah. So, let's just move on to what I've been watching. Okay. So, going to start off with some anime. So, I watched episode two of Remain. And just as a refresher, this is the water polo anime that is out for the summer season. And so, um... I said, I, can't I think I mentioned it in last week's episode, but anywho. So, basically, like I said, just as a refresher for those that didn't hear my thoughts beforehand or whatever, this series basically follows the main character to where when he was in middle school, he was basically part of a of the national champion water polo team for, the, for his country. Well... He ends up in a car accident. You know, his mom and sister, they're in a car accident together. He ends up in a coma for six months. And then when he wakes up, he has lost all his memories of middle school. So he's lost three years worth of memories. And so that means that he doesn't remember anything from his time doing water polo because he started water polo and all that stuff during those three years. So, yeah. So like I said, just as a refresher for that, so 
jumping into episode two. And the main thing I just really just want to talk about with this episode is I love the determination of the captain of their team. And let me see if I can find his name. Yeah, the captain of the team is uh, Joe Jujima. So this dude has so much heart. And so basically, I, I, I so before we get to that order, obviously, I also love the fact that like, and I know a lot of people talk about this beforehand, but the fact that one of the other characters that they introduced in this episode was a black character of, uh, I believe he was Nigerian. So it's also like, hey, you get to see another a black character in the in the anime, and a water one is at that. So that's pretty cool for me to see. But the captain, I loved at the end of the episode where the other new guy that was kind of joining the team, basically just looking for, basically just just looking for easy glory. Um, what was his name? Uh, Take Kazu. And how basically he was coming in thinking like, oh, hey, water polo is a minor sport. I can just come in here because I have some potentially just natural athletic gifts. I just come here and get some shine here because I couldn't make it in baseball or whatever. And of course, he learns that like, hey, no, water polo takes a lot of work and training and stuff to do. You can't just walk in and just be good at it. And so when he was getting ready to just like, you know what? Hey, guys, I'm sorry for underestimating the hard work it takes to do water polo forgive me i resign then the captain speaks up and he basically has this moment where he is you no know, he's where we basically where we learn that he he's basically the one that revitalized or that has been trying to revitalize water polo at the school for the last year because apparently the pool and stuff, whatever, it hadn't been used for like 10 years. But when he came to the school the previous year, he was trying his best to try to recruit people and all this other stuff. But nobody's showing up. Nobody's sticking around. And so by himself for this whole last year, he would train by himself. He would clean the pool by himself. He would maintain the equipment and everything by himself and so obviously that's why he is so determined to get you know our main character uh minato as well as these other characters you know that showed up that you know wanted to help and participate that's why he is so eager because he says to uh takekaku or Takekazu, sorry, he's still learning about his names. But the captain tells him, he's like, hey, please don't leave. I do not want to train by myself again. And that moment was just like so heartfelt and made me understand because, you know, granted, I have not been in that position uh, specifically, but as somebody who used to be an athlete and and obviously grew up around it and knew lots of other people that did sports or whatever too over my life just like the thing of like man you know you having a hunger a passion and a potential talent for something but you know because of the sport or whatever it is you know you can't actually compete and that's something else he wants to say too he's like basically he's like hey I want to actually 
get to finally have a real water polo match because he hasn't gotten him to do that yet because he's been training by himself for a year. And so, yeah, that, that moment just like just really spoke to me. And like I said, just seeing his drive and his determination to be like, hey, we need to stick together no matter what. He's like, I don't care what your motivation was for joining the team. Whatever works for you, I need you. Please stay. So, but anyway, yeah, that 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 was like so that was like something that once again this anime is like, yo, I was not expecting all of this when I saw just like the thumbnail, like, hey, it's for a water polo anime. But like I said, just based off of like the tragic backstory of the of the MC from episode one and then the heartfelt passion from the captain in this episode and then you know like I said just seeing the team slowly starting to come together seeing the team starting to slowly come together and yeah I'm just I'm very excited to see where this is all gonna go so yeah like I said just as a reminder like I said this is called Remain and I am watching this on Funimation so Definitely check it out. You know, like I said, it's only the second episode, so go check it out and see what's going on with it. It uh, comes out every Saturday. So next up, this is just kind of a, a quick shout out to One Piece anime episode 982. So y'all know I love me some One Piece, and this episode obviously hey spoilers for this episode of One Piece. This episode was a prime example of like, hey, this is why I love this series. This was one of those episodes where they had threw all the money at it. It had crazy high production, you know, visuals and crazy scenes because for for, for those that might maybe you're a manga reader of One Piece, but don't keep it with anime. This is the episode where the Toby Ropo get introduced as well as we get the cool stage show from Queen and Apu. And then we also get Luffy and all the Straw Hat crew destroying the guards at the Tory Gate that leads to Onigashima Island. So lots of big moments all around. But yeah, it was just like really cool seeing Queen up there dancing and Apu, him and Apu rapping and doing their thing, whatever. And then, of course, getting to finally see all the Toby Ropo animated motion speaking all that stuff they all looked really good they all looked really great and so i'm excited to see more of them uh we also got our first uh kind of another little tease of yamato which is a kaido's kid and then we had some moments with the straw hat crew that was just like yo this is why i love these characters this is why i love this show because there was that it was just like a beautiful scene where basically they were about to do a big toast to welcome Jimbe to the crew and but they of course got interrupted or whatever and then Luffy basically was like yo you know what let's wait let's wait and do this after we've taken down Kaido and done all this stuff here or whatever we'll have the biggest banquet we've ever had once we're done and so they like I said, it was just like this beautiful moment where they all like clanked their cups together and they, they all just set their mugs down on the ground 
in this beautiful like circular you know it's beautiful circle of just like everybody's beer mugs were just on the ground and all these beautiful shots of all the characters and stuff and it, it just looks great and like i said it's just one of those things like yes this is why i love one piece so yeah so anyway so moving right along we had the return of reincarnated as a slime season two part two so slime is back uh rimaru is back or D- forgive me demon lord rimaru is back and so just seeing him basically just like reintroduce everybody to uh to the uh what's his name the storm dragon veldora his new form and stuff and yeah just this show is it's just just a really feel good show i I just love it it's just like a fun adventure of this freaking dude this got turned into a slime and has become super op but he has gathered all these different creatures and characters and people whatever and they all are freaking great I love the one scene in the episode where uh what's name? I believe her name is uh Shion, the, the purple uh what are they called? Not is it ogres or whatever basically his his assistant Shion to where she cooks <laughs> she cooks a meal for Rimuru and her brother uh Benny Maru. And of course, it looks horrible. There's like whole onions in there, like a whole onion with like the shell and everything, or the peeling and everything on it, like chicken feet. I don't know what all stuff is in there, whatever. It looks horrible, purple, bubbly. But come to find out, it actually tastes good because when she got revived a few couple episodes back, she learned a new skill called like Master Chef or something, so that no matter what she cooks. And regardless of how it looks, it will always taste how it's supposed to taste. And so that that was just like really funny, but cool to see. And then, yeah, just like, you know, like the towards, you know, like the end of the episode was just really all these other characters from these other nations coming in. So they're going to plan out their big battle and big attack on, on Demon Lord Carrion and all this stuff so but yeah like so i just want to just like just give a shout out to reincarnated reincarnated as a slime like so i really enjoy the show um y'all know maybe like a month ago or whatever i had binge watched the first half of season two because i hadn't watched it yet until it was over and man that is a great watch so if you have not seen any of reincarnated as a slime go watch it um it's a great show, a fun show, and yeah, it's it's always a good time. Okay, so next show I'm gonna talk about. Let's see, let's talk about BoJack Horseman season one. So obviously nobody gave me sports for anything past season one, but I really enjoy. I am really enjoying this show. BoJack Horseman has been one that has kind of been like in my periphery for. What well, feels like years at this point, because how long has this show been around? Okay, wow, seven years ago. <laughs> it's been 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 as, as as long as I've been been with my wife, which is kind of funny to think about. But um, yeah, BoJack Horseman. So obviously, you know, I'm watch, I'm watching it on Netflix because 
all six seasons are on Netflix. The series ended January of 2020. So it's been over for a year and a half now. But yeah, this is a series that I have always, like I said, been curious about. But obviously, hey, it looks weird and crazy if you just like watching at it or just catch a glance at of it passing and you know passing by and so but obviously hey i watch anime i read manga i'm i see all types of crazy wild stuff all the time but still sometimes some stuff is just like okay i don't know but i know over the years especially like you know as it progressed on i've heard nothing but really good stuff i had always heard really good things about it and then basically what kind of pushed me over the edge over the last few days was there's a YouTube channel I follow called uh, Iman, and Sn- Iman and Snow, where two awesome ladies, they do reactions to all, you know, various anime, TV shows, all that stuff. So check them out, Iman and Snow, and, and that's I-M-O-N and S-N-O-W. Um, but anywho, they've been watching it slowly over the last year. And so, like, whenever I'm watching some of their other videos, every week I'm seeing thumbnails of them, you know, either laughing or crying or whatever for to BoJack Horseman. And that's what happened over the uh, last few days was they had some stuff up for season because they're in season five now watching it. <clears throat> and it's just I was I was like, OK, you know what? I'm in a certain mood. I'm in a certain mindset screw it let's just dive in and just just give this thing a chance and yeah it is weird it is crazy it is wild it is no holes barred and that was freaking season one so i can't can't even imagine what's coming by the time i get to the final episode of season six but yeah this is a i hate when netflix auto plays trailers it's like spoiling stuff, but um, but yeah, like just seeing this character, and it's like it's like okay, hey, he there there is there is more to this show, more to these characters than just oh, it's about something about a horse dude or whatever. I didn't understand any of the show, like I said, just looking at it from a distance. But you have this character who, you know, Bojack Horseman, the main character, who is a literal horse man, <laughs> and. He used to be on a TV show back in the 90s, I believe, or 80s, I think. And he hasn't really had any hits or anything since then. You know, hey, he got wealthy off the show, so he's just living his life. But he has, he lives a very sad, depressing, tormented life. And as the, as that first season went on, and I, I, I even... Because I had delayed a day, I watched like the first couple episodes of season two. They seeing his backstory of like how little his parents cared about him and stuff, and basically just seeing like okay, that's that's what he got to from that, and his constant search for approval or just like the way he is just such a dick. Sorry for the language, just such a dick to people and so mean and rude and stuff. And it's just like, man, what is up with this dude? But like I said, as this as season one went on and then like I said, trickling to like the first episode or two of season two, it's just like, okay, this dude had a screwed up 
childhood and then you know kind of like to himself for so many years to where okay it's it's easy to understand how he ended up like this and so but yeah I, I, I've been enjoying it a lot and like I said just like how deep and real a lot of these episodes and topics have been and obviously I, I, I like you know his, his I guess you call him his roommate um Todd because he's voiced by Aaron Paul and it kind of obviously gives you Breaking Bad vibes of him as Jesse and Breaking Bad but uh but yeah it, it, it's just been just just really good and like I said I, I can't wait to continue watching and I will continue to report back on the podcast as I uh as I make my way through but yeah the episodes are really great um you know like I said like really liking all the characters um Diane you know her going through you know her stuff with that that one episode where her father had passed away and then her family not wanting to do anything her mom and her brothers not wanting to do anything to help out with the arrangements and yeah that was a mess and then you know, her writing the book for um, Bojack on Bojack and then, you know, that whole argument and dispute of like, well, you know, she basically is like talking about like, hey, this is her observation of him over the several months that she has been around him and stuff. But then that ended up getting him to winning, winning an award and now getting considered back for more movie roles or TV yeah, movie roles and stuff. And so, yeah. It, it, it's it's wild it's crazy it, yeah it, it is a trip you know but like i said I, I have been enjoying it already and and just hearing it only it only gets better from here so but anywho that's enough rambling about that like i said if if, if you've been interested in bojack horseman i know i didn't talk about too many like super specifics but just want to just speaking in like just you know just general terms Really enjoyed it, like I said, just like the cast of characters and just like the real talks and real subjects that get brought up. You know, sometimes seemingly like, okay, hey, this is a a understood focus of this episode or this moment. Or just sometimes where it's like, hey, some dumb stuff is going on. But then, you know, it ends up turning into some real talk type of situations, um, you know, and... Just, just, just the way that Bojack just continues to try to sabotage people and their happiness because, you know, when Todd had finally, you know, trying to do something like with that, uh, that, that space opera thing that he was doing and Bojack sabotaged that and the, the links Bojack will go through to not be alone or to not let other people succeed and all that stuff. It's like, man, use that energy elsewhere, man. Cause you is just like expending so much time, energy, money, and to trying to keep everybody down on your level. It's like, Hey, if, if, if I can't make it, nobody's going to make it type of mentality. And that just sucks. But like I said, that that's just like one of the fascinating things about watching this show, watching this character, these characters, um and stuff so you know I, I i i you know love the little uh the pink cat lady that he's always talking to uh <laughs> the dog mr peanut butter 
is super random and funny. I enjoy anytime we saw the, the the penguin guy from the from the book publishing company. He was wild and and yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like I said, it, it's been crazy. But anywho, enough about BoJack. Um, like I said, I think that's it for what I've been watching. So let's just roll right on into what I am reading for the week. So. Let me pull up my chapter. Let's start off with some My Hero Academia. So My Hero was on break last week, but we are back with My Hero Academia, manga chapter 319. So, and it's titled Friend. Best friends forever. Best friends. Not playing. <laughs> and so basically this chapter was, I guess, kind of basically getting us caught up to speed with what's been going on with the rest of class 1A back at the dorms since Deku left and so basically all the kids had a meeting where they're trying to figure out okay hey where where's Deku we know that clearly the pros know something because you know uh, uh, Shoto can't get in touch with his dad Endeavor Bakugo can't get in touch with Best Genius and Tokoyami can't get in touch with Hawks. Which, hey, coincidence, those three heroes are the top three heroes. And obviously, they're working really close with Deku and All Might. And so, yeah, they start, you know, like I said, piecing together everything. And then eventually, they go and confront uh, the school pres- principal, Nezu. And they end up cornering Endeavor and basically just telling him, like, hey, we know Deku is probably out there being reckless, not taking care of himself, trying to take the weight of the world on his shoulders. We need to go out there and help him. And so, you know, basically there, there was a moment where, you know, Bakugo basically tells him like, hey, listen, Endeavor, you can't leave those two with each other, not them. You know, talking about Deku and All Might. Um, and so, yeah, so Endeavor ends up giving them a tracking device. And that's what leads them to showing up to confront Deku in this chapter and so you know best you know they're all like hey you know you know we're worried about you and Deku's like I'm fine don't worry about it get away from me and then Bakugo is just like ripping into him just being like yo real inspiring all hail the mighty inheritor of one for all but tell but tell us this are you smiling and we just see like this like dark gritty panel of Deku as he says those smiles everyone's peace of mind those are the reasons I need to keep going so get out of my way as he just looks viciously at everybody and then Bakugo is just screaming do your best you all might want to be and Ida says we knew Midoriya would be the same as ever stand strong everyone and Ochako's like yeah so it looks like we're about to have class 1A versus Deku <laughs> and I I am ready. Just know I will be talking about this next week. I am ready to see this go down because it's like is 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 this about to be basically the same situation that happened when the whole class tried to go up against Mario 
way back in the uh, overhaul arc where, where Mario with ease just single-handedly decimated the whole class. Are we about to see Deku just no holds bar just destroy his classmates or you know what what's going to happen you know because you know he's he's looking all dark and gray like yo move out of my way but we know his classmates especially Bako and Ochiko are going to stand their ground and be like no hey if you want to get through me you're going to have to hurt me and so obviously we know he's fought Bakugo multiple times but I wonder if could he actually hurt Ochiko. So that that would be very interesting to where, you know, if if he like face palms her face into the ground or something crazy or or is this where he's gonna activate his final quirk and we see some crazy thing. But I I am beyond excited to see where this is gonna go. Like I said, it is yeah. It 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 will be sad to see, you know, this this confrontation this type of fight happen because man it it's honestly going to give me like flashbacks to some big moments in one piece um for mild spoilers but like luffy versus usopp or luffy versus sanji those two moments just kind of come to mind immediately when i'm thinking about like hey like a a main character versus like his friends and stuff like that so yeah i'm i'm, I'm sorry for the bump I'm expecting some tears to be shed. Will there be any blood spilt? I don't know. But yeah, I, I am just very curious like how most of this class is going to stack up to Deku because honestly, I think Bakugo is like the closest one that might have a chance. Well, him and him and Shoto, I should say. But for sure, Bakugo, just because he knows about one for all. And he knows a lot of the quirks. I don't think he doesn't know every single one of them. But he he was there for Black Whip. He was there for Float. And he was there, I think, for maybe Dangerous Sense. Um, Or maybe like right at the... Right when he's starting to figure out Dangerous Sense. But he doesn't know it. I don't think... They don't know about this uh, Fajin stuff. Or uh, or heck, even even the the smoke screen. I forgot about he didn't have the smoke screen when he was in school either. So, yeah. So, Deku has unlocked multiple more quirks in just the month or whatever that he's been gone from the school so yeah this is going to be a oof, this is going to be a a moment for the ages I, I, I think this is going to be looked back upon hopefully I, I hope that this is like a moment in the series history that we will look back upon you know in, in you know years down the line like I said, like we do, like the Luffy and Usopp or Luffy and Sanji moments in One Piece. Um, yeah, I, I am just very much looking forward to next week's chapter. So we'll see where where that's gonna go. But yeah, I I'm a, I'm gonna be so geeking out if if next week's chapter is just titled Deku versus Class One A. So yeah, so all, all I know is. Next week, I'm just going to be hearing the old, let's get ready to rumble <laughs> as they get ready to freaking fight. So we'll, we'll see. Like I said, enough rambling. Let me move on. Next week is going to be very exciting. So next up, got to talk about freaking Kaiju number eight, 
Manga chapter 39. So, this chapter, pretty much the main focus of this chapter was getting to see the first division of the, uh, of the, of the kaiju fighting squads. I can't remember what they're called, but basically the first division captain and vice captain. So we first get into, so basically I guess I should start where we're following, uh, what's her name? Is it Shinamura? I believe it's her name. Do, 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 do. The, the young girl with the pictures, I, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she know me. That's what it is. And so, yeah, so we get, first get introduced to the vice captain of the first division, uh, A.G. Uh, Hasegawa. So he comes in, this dude is freaking huge, towering, toweringly tall. And, you know, he ducks in through the door or whatever. But, um, but yeah, so he shows up and, you know, he's talking to her about how she's going to be working with the first division squad um, while all this, you know, while they're trying to figure out all this stuff, whatever, and rebuild. And so he's taking her to meet the first division captain. And so <laughs> the build up to this, so basically, you know, excuses if y'all heard any weird noise. I think my cat was doing <laughs> something weird outside of my door around recording. So anywho, so yeah, so uh, Shinomiya, she's getting taken to the first captain. And so the buildup for this was so great because as they're walking, she's thinking, you know, the first division, the strongest key division in, the, in this kaiju super nation we call Japan. They were even well known in America back when I was there. This would be the perfect place to hone my skills. And she's like, I'm going to make sure to learn everything I can from from him. You know, Japan's strongest division captain. And then <laughs> the vice captain is like, let me to introduce you to the Japan Defense Force first captain, Genaru. And we open the door and we just see this trash filled classic anime otaku room. Or I guess more more like a is it an otaku or like or a neat, but basically like this room is trashed and garbage, and we just see this dude on the floor with a blanket pulled halfway over his head, with a laptop to the side. It looks like a PlayStation Vita, and the illustrious BS Five. <laughs> And he's just like eyes looking bloodshot, talking about a, 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 a little more to platinum rank, a little more to platinum rank. And he's just like going in on that controller. And the vice captain and her just look, close the door. And the vice captain's like, hey, wait here for a moment. And. He just, the, the captain just like, hell yeah, five kills, four assists, a perfect platinum rank as the vice captain just kicks him. And then he's like freaking like, oh no, my BS5, <laughs> you're heartless, Hasegawa. And this was the first thing I was, I was like, okay, I immediately love this character. Come on now. The, the dude has a freaking PS5 knockoff thing. He is just living his best life just chilling 
getting the kills on the game, I'm like, okay, th- this is my dude. J- just off of that alone, when I saw the P, like when I saw the play, the PS5 or BS5 controller in the system, I'm like, okay, yeah. As as somebody who is a lucky owner of a PlayStation 5, as soon as I saw that on the on the screen, I was like, up, oh, yep, instantly, instantly, this is my dude. <laughs> but uh, but anywho, so he gets up or whatever, and then. You know, his vice captain is like, is like, hey, I told you to clean up your office, da 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 da, and you know, the vice captain kicks him again, and the leg of one of his Gundam models break, and it's just like, it's like okay, this dude has a has a PS5, this dude has a Vita, this dude has a Gundam models, yeah, th- this dude is cool, and so anyway, so yeah, so pretty much they end up getting a call later on in the chapter where they have to go. And take on a giant kaiju creature, and so let me see. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. Okay, so they they get a call, and basically the first captain is like, "Hey, as first division captain, I only want one thing from you." And that one thing being, and basically he's like. They end, basically basically they end up going out into the field, and this is where we get to see this dude just flex because they pull up in like an aircraft carrier thing, or whatever. Looking over a kaiju that basically looks like Godzilla, and the back of the aircraft carrier opens up, and the first division captain he does the freaking Eisen slick back hair move. Some crazy, some crazy looking eyes, and he just jumps out the helicopter and one shots this freaking giant Godzilla looking creature thing. And it, it was easy, no competition. This dude just one hit, this thing explodes to a million pieces. And yeah, so. That 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 was like the other thing I was I was like okay, dude has a PS5, dude's a big gamer, and the dude did freaking eyes and slick back move and then one shot a freaking Godzilla creature, so I'm like yeah I like this dude I'm gonna like this dude I hope we get to see more nerdy stuff from him like him playing more games or more you know uh, figure like action figures or just like anime figures, whatever. I hope we get to see more of that from him as, as the series goes on. But um but yeah, so very cool. Like I said, just getting a chance to get like a sneak peek at the vice captain and captain of the first division. So yeah. Um yeah, very excited to see where things go with that and with uh in the next chapter. So next one I want to give a shout out to next chapter is Mashal. So Mashal, Magic and Mush Magic and Muscles. <laughs> See if I can talk properly today. Uh chapter seventy. So we basically you know chapter seventy titled Wahlberg Bagan and the Greatest Danger. So basically just continuing the fight between Wahlberg and Innocent Zero and of course, Wahlberg unleashed this freaking giant 
magic attack just called Spaces Third Uranus Inclination. And it's just this giant thing. And the main thing I want to just talk about with this is just I love when a series has like, hey, old man flexing going in. But then Innocent Zero does this uh, this time attack or whatever where he is like getting to the dude or whatever and about to, and about to kill Wahlberg. And so basically Wahlberg is basically getting ready, getting ready to unleash the basically like his final attack or whatever. And so uh, Innocent Zero ends up like hitting Wahlberg with like a basically a fatal blow but in that moment Wahlberg basically is getting ready to unleash his like strongest attack in exchange for the rest of his life force basically and so you know of course you know he's thinking over all the students all the people he's met over his years his master and you know he's like no that is why I must lead my students from the four like my master did for me I will show them through action as he does this giant attack. But Innocent Zero does like a time reverse thing and then does like a big blow on Wahlberg. And so as he's about to, as Innocent Zero looks like he's about to deliver a final killing blow on Wahlberg, you know, as he kind of like, hey, Wahlberg, you're strong, but I will be stronger. I live only for myself. You will never surpass me. And so Wahlberg's, you know, giving his final thoughts on how cruel is fate. Our ideals doomed to never be realized. As he's thinking about his master. Was the world I envisioned so fragile that a small-minded, selfish belief can crush it underfoot? Alas, as we see, like... A slice starting to come down on his head as Innocent Zero's like, Farewell, Wahlberg. <laughs> and then, boom, our boy Mash comes flying in with a freaking high knee to the face of Innocent Zero as it's just a simple gotcha. Knee to the face, chapter ends. Moments like that is why I really dig Mashal and dig Mash. Because obviously, I mentioned before, obviously gives me lots of One Punch Man vibes. And I think this is going to be like, a, this. if if Mashal ever gets animated, it's going to be a fun anime to watch for the main character, Mash. Because of moments like this where it's like, man, like I, I, I real deal thought that Wahlberg was about to die. Because, like I say, it was like that one panel where it looked like he was getting split in two down the middle. And then it's like I turn the page and just see Mash just flying in and then knee to the face. <laughs> so, Mash always comes through, pulls through with the assist at the end of the day. So, yeah, that that looks very cool. Um, you know, I wonder is Mash going to actually be able to try to fight Innocent Zero? Or is this just maybe enough for to buy Wahlberg a little bit of time and then, you know, he does some attack or something or whatever to where 
Innocent Zero has to withdraw from then or at that moment or whatever. I don't know, but I'm excited to to find out and to see. So, yeah, but yeah, like I said, just, just had to give a shout out to uh, to Mashal in that moment. So I think that's it for like 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 full on chapters I want to talk about. Um, still need to catch up on on my hero vigilantes uh i guess just just manga <laughs> quick takes uh spy family chapter 49 was good uh you know it, it, it's interesting you know just seeing your just had this moment where um the guy that hired her her basically is like hey stay focused on the job or everybody will die so him giving her you know that reminder of like hey we ain't got time to be playing around, man. It's just people's lives on the line. And so it, it was just interesting just her, you know, having these moments at the end of the chapter where she is, you know, just taking back on everything of like, of like, man, you know, she came here to spend time with her family and stuff, whatever. But, you know, just real quick, you know, she's like, she's like, no, now that I think about it, I never did reach out to Lloyd and Anya. Obviously I couldn't consider the circumstances, but, you know, when I was dragging my feet earlier, was it because I was afraid of getting hurt? Afraid of getting a wound too serious to explain to explain away to Lloyd and Anya? A wound like that would have would have forced me to leave my family. And then she's just like, you know, you're you need to keep your priorities straight. You need to ask yourself, what are you doing here? And so just, just that final panel of just like you're sitting there, you know, just just guarding the door as she's just having these thoughts. It's like it's like, wow. You know, of course, I you know, like I mentioned before, Spy Family is so good and so wholesome. And it just, you know, just having moments like this where it's like, hey, we're getting more in-depth thoughts and stuff for these characters and it just like really makes you think like man you know i really like this cast of characters and like i said it, it, i'm just curious to see like what answer she comes to you know from asking that like i said it, it's just like a really uh i don't know if the right word to use here is poignant but it, it's just like a really somber you know panel like i said she's just sitting just thinking like hey what are you doing here so yeah, like I said, just quick shout out on Spy Family and uh, Dr. Stone. They've Dr. Stone chapter 204. They make it to India and just long story short, the person <laughs> they, they basically obviously they, they need like a super brilliant mathematician. And the person they end up reviving is actually um I think what's the ship dude? I think his name is Ryusui. Uh, yeah, Ryusui, the guy they ended up reviving, is Ryusui's little brother, or no, or is Ryusui's big brother because the guy's like is like yo, Ryusui is my little brother. Um, actually, what what did they say? What was his name? Do 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 do. Let me see. What was his name? Sorry, I'm looking for. Was it Sa? Yes, yeah, Sa. And so he's half Indian, half Japanese. But um, but yeah, so that that should be funny. Some uh, some sibling antics, you know, to join the uh, 
the Dr. Stone crew, but yeah, that, that, that's pretty much all we just wanted to shout out about Dr. Stone. And let me see, was there anything else? Uh, uh, Hunter's Guild, Red Hood, third chapter was decent. You know, nothing too much to really think or talk about, but, you know, just kind of just learning more about their the werewolves and their habits and stuff. So, um, yeah, chapter three, solid. You know, I'm still going to try to keep up and try to continue to read that week to week until it gives me a reason not to. And then chapter two of, of uh, Nehru, Way of the Martial Artist. So, the, the cover art for this, the covers for both of these chapters have been so good, but I really love the cover for this one. But, um, but yeah, so th this was, you know, pretty much just the introductory of this martial arts school where basically the school teaches 18 different forms of martial arts and basically covers out like, all the different weapons. It's like, hey, there's a whole course for sword people, for bow and arrow, for spear, for numb whatever there's like a course dedicated specifically to that so but anywho it was just kind of cool just getting to see like so just more of the world building and see what's going on with the school and these characters and stuff so but otherwise you know not not too much else to say but i, I enjoyed the second chapter as well so going to continue reading that too so but i think that's it as far as quick hits with manga chapters i want to read um I do think I am going to soon try to give me and Roboco a shot. Um, I know I mentioned that before, but it's coming up on chapter 50 next week. So maybe over the next couple of weeks, I'll read and give my thoughts on first 50 chapters of that series. And I'm still looking at freaking Mission, Yozakura Family as well. So because um, that's very, getting very close to chapter 100. Um, oh, and I did start back reading uh, Solo Leveling as well. So I have started chipping away at that again. Um, I think I'm like on chapter like 135 or something or whatever. So, but very excited. Reading those few chapters I got to read of Solo Leveling the other day, it was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is the stuff I like. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so Solo Leveling. I'm like I said, trying to make my way slowly catching back up on that. But um but yeah, that's pretty much it for what I've been reading this week. So let's see. Let's just roll right on into some of the main topics of the episode this week. And the main topics this week will be a couple of movies that I've watched over the last few days. So first movie I'm going to kick this conversation off with is going to be Luca, a new Disney movie it's on Disney plus right now um came out a couple months ago now or I guess or maybe maybe last month and uh what's it called oh uh, shit what month are we in <laughs> sorry I'm loopy I'm tired uh June yeah last month June so yeah so Luca like I said I watched it on Disney plus no I'm not trying to watch the movie now uh the movie had a runtime of one hour and 41 minutes and basically, the story and premise of this, um, and I, I wish I could have got to do another like family review with my kids and stuff, but hey, maybe next time for the next movie. But the basic, the basic premise of the movie is, you know, Luca, a young sea monster, as he experiences an unforgettable summer on the Italian Riviera. 
So basically, yeah. Luca is a sea monster. And basically the sea monsters in this movie have the ability to where basically if they get out of the water onto land, they transform, they get, they gain a normal human look. And basically that look will stay as long as they don't get wet. And I mean any type of wet. Like if somebody spits water in your face or, you know, your foot splashes in a puddle Whatever part of your body or whatever gets wet will revert back to the sea sea monster form. So basically, and obviously, hey, mild spoilers for this movie, but overall, I'll say just before I get into like details and specifics, this was a really good movie. Um, me, sorry for any peak of audio, sorry about that. Um, me and the kids, we all really enjoyed watching this movie. Um, everybody, me, all the kids watched it. All of them said they all enjoyed it. And it was just kind of one of those movies, you know, like like these movies always have, um, you know, these Disney Pixar movies always have like a good underlying story underneath it. And with this one, it was obviously kind of like a story of of not judging a book by its cover type of thing, and like being ex, you know, you know, trying to understand and accept somebody beyond what they look like because the little town that they end up going to in the movie you know they have a big fear of sea monsters for whatever reason and it's just like yo you see a sea monster we kill it on sight and so that's kind of how things were kind of going and playing out with this at the beginning because basically Luca is adventuring off whatever, getting curious about stuff. And he ends up encountering this other boy who is also a sea monster who has been living on land for, I think, like months, if not years. And so the boy was abandoned by his father for whatever reason. Granted, it might be a thing to where maybe his dad went off and got killed. And so, but basically he was stranded there for a long time. And so that's where their friendship starts to bond because the boy is the boy is staying on a small little island way away from the mainland. And so he stays on top of this like little tower area where he, you know, goes out to the sea every day, follows boats around, gathers souvenirs and different items and stuff to collect and just living his little life. And so, yeah, so that's kind of where uh, him and his him and uh his adventure uh, alberto that's the other boy's name where him and luca's friendship starts to grow and so yeah it, it was just like really cool just seeing luca slowly start to you know come out of his shell and going more on land but of course like trying to hide it from his parents because it's like taboo of like yo no we never go on land you don't go near any boats any humans or whatever and here they are you know do all these wacky things. They have this whole dream of getting a Vespa <laughs> and just traveling the world, going wherever they want to go, just hang, hanging out, having fun. And yeah, it, it was just just really nice just watching them, like I said, just their bond and relationship grow and them going over to the mainland and staying with this little girl and her dad and getting into this like bike triathlon thing towards like okay there's a, there's a swimming section then there's a eating pasta section then there's 
the bike riding section. So they formed a little team and all this stuff. And just like along the way, all these close calls of like somebody, one of them getting wet and, you know, them able to cover it up and all this stuff. And then later on in the movie, when Lucas parents finally, you know, in order to find their son, they come out of the water to get their human disguises and just, <laughs> just seeing the dad, like when he was first like, 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 yeah, that this first kid I see is my son. And he just tosses the kid and his little ice cream into the water. And when the boy doesn't transform, he's like, crap, we got to get out of here. And so that, that was just kind of funny. But, you know, that that was also a thing of just like teaching parents like, hey, be open and accepting to your kids, you know, doing different stuff, whatever. It's like everything isn't always as scary as what you were brought up to, you know, to believe or whatever. Because, heck, the, the grandma, she'd been coming up on land for what seemed like years or whatever. Just like, hey, living her life up there on land doing her own thing or whatever and yeah overall like I said overall that this is was a really solid movie really fun but you know like I said of course had some moments where it's like okay we get into some serious topics and you know Luca and Alberto had their little falling out where you know Alberto is being a butthole and basically doing stuff that was kind of like gonna get Luca Luca's identity revealed, but then Luca ends up turning like, nope, don't know that dude. Oh no, he's a sea monster. Oh no, I get help. And then, you know, eventually Luca coming to the realization of like, no, I shouldn't have done that. That was mean. And then, you know, them reuniting and then them all coming together and basically winning the race at the end. And then it was just right, really nice where Luca's parents end up, you know, giving him a nice send off you know where they end up letting him go to school with the uh shoot i can't remember what is the little girl's name let me look that up yeah if i'm gonna pronounce this girl's name i think it's a gilia so basically like at the end of the movie you know when gilia's getting ready to go off to school alberto ended up getting things worked out and talking with lucas parents and they're giving him the opportunity like hey you know what okay you're interested in going to human school and all this stuff we support you and here's your thing to do it. And so, yeah. So anyway, that, that was like a really nice way to end the movie. Um, and like, so just visually, these movies just always, it's just like always jaw dropping, like how good these freaking Pixar movies and stuff look. Um, yeah, just cause I was like some scenes where I'm like, yo, this, this looks like, this looks ridiculously good. But anyway, yeah. So, yeah. So go watch Luca. Like I said, um, it's on Disney Plus, hour, 40 minutes. So let me know what y'all think about it. And yeah, so moving on. So the last topic I'm going to be talking about is Black Widow. So obviously, I'm going to get into spoilers. And I'll, I'll give a heads up when I talk about spoilers. I'll just kind of just give broad, non-spoiler thoughts right now. So first off, I, I want... I actually went to a in-person theater, <laughs> went and saw it on release night. I went Thursday after Thursday evening to like an eight o'clock showing or whatever. And overall, I enjoyed this movie way more than I expected because to be honest, it's like, it's like 
the high highs of freaking Endgame and even uh, even the Spider-Man movie that was shortly after, but for sure Endgame, and then being like the first kind of like real next big MCU movie to come up that has to follow up those two things, it's tough. And especially when it's like a solo movie about a character that if you haven't seen Endgame, I'm sorry, but in uh, Marvel or Avengers Endgame, spoiler, a movie about a character that has passed on, you know, and so, but overall, I enjoyed it. You know, not saying hey, it is not the best movie I've ever seen, not the best Marvel movie I've ever seen, but I enjoyed what I saw. You know, just the, the action sequences was really solid. Getting to learn more about uh, Black Widow and stuff just as a character because obviously I'm not a super big comic book person. So I don't know much about a lot, certain characters like backstory and lore and stuff. And so just learning like, oh, she had a sister and then like seeing like the family dynamic of the father and mother that she was raised and grew up with and all that different stuff was, yeah, really cool and really interesting. And then like the tease of stuff at the end of the movie and all the post credit stuff, whatever was really cool. Like, okay, hey, let's see where this goes in the future. But yeah. Overall, I feel like, hey, if you have the opportunity to go see it, not not saying, like, hey, it's a must-watch, go see this now type of movie, but if you have a free weekend or a free day or whatever, and you're like, you know what, I got a few extra bucks to spare, um, I'm going to go see Black Widow. Go watch it. Like I said, I feel like it is worth seeing. Um, but like I said, just might not necessarily be like a top priority or, hey, maybe even just if you're going to just wait till like, the end of the year, when it's on Disney Plus, they're just part of Disney Plus regular, not this premiere thing, or whatever. Then yeah, go check it out. So, but now getting to actual spoilers with the movie. So, like I said, me not knowing much about this character, their history, background, all that stuff, whatever. So, seeing that basically she grew up for at least like a handful of years with like this fake family, and. Yeah, that that stuff to me, like it, it was like it was interesting and fascinating for me because, like I said, I didn't know much about this character, and so just seeing her and her sister and the mom and stuff, and then that moment to where you know it's like it's like the mom. So so basically, you know, movie starts off, and then basically they end up having to leave and abandon their family life or whatever because I guess like whatever data disc or whatever thing, thing that they had you know they had to leave behind or they had to get away with this data or whatever get it back to wherever they needed to and so anywho that moment where I, I, I like that first kind of like action sequence to where you know where a young black widow has to you know fly the plane and stuff with the dad the uh what's his name, uh, David, or or in the movie, Alexi, seeing him, like, on the wing of the plane, shooting the gun and stuff, whatever, just, like, looks so freaking, <laughs> so freaking cool, and, yeah, all, all that, that, that whole sequence thing was really cool, getting to learn more about the sister, um, I, I really liked her, I liked her character, I liked how she was, you know, making fun of, of Black Widow, and, like, 
you know, her doing all these action poses and flipping the hair back and all this stuff, whatever, was really funny. I, I liked her little <laughs> thing with her little vest that she got with all the little pockets and stuff. And yeah, and I, I think I think I'm gonna be interested to see more of her as the MCU goes on and continues. Um, cause obviously, you know, like that, seeing this with the context now, like, okay, now I see, I understand how this should have came out or, or this was supposed to come out before the, uh, what's it called? WandaVision did because wait, no, 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 no. Was it WandaVision or was it Falcon Winter Soldier? Hold on. Let me double check. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was a Falcon Winter Soldier, um, cause yeah, whatever that character's name of Val, she showed up in there, but this was supposed to be her actual true first appearance was at the end of Black Widow, and so basically, you know, her showing up and talking to uh, what's her name? Is it? Shoot, I got I got to learn what the sister's name is. Do 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 do. Hold on, sorry y'all. Let me. See. Trying to find what the sister, uh, Yelena, um, talking to Yelena and uh, basically about like, hey, do you want to know who is responsible for your sister's death? And then she shows her a picture of uh, the bow and arrow dude. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm Hawkeye. God, dog, I am losing all my little brain cells tonight. But yeah, Hawkeye. And so that kind of sets up. So I'm guessing... She is going to be back in the Hawkeye TV series that I think is still supposed to be coming out later this year. So that should be interesting to see. So I'm guessing she'll be kind of like the main person they have to deal with maybe in that series. I don't know. Um, but either way, fascinating and interested to, to see her pop back up again. And, and I'm glad that they did do you know, that post-credit thing of like, okay, hey, let's show present day in the series and what's up with Yelena and stuff. Um, so, yeah, so interested to see that. Um, I I liked, in, in a sense, seeing Taskmaster, of course. I, I don't have any real attachment to these characters. I know a lot of people was like, Taskmaster should have been like the comic or whatever. I could care less, <laughs> you know. I thought the character was pretty cool for how they used it in, in this movie and stuff in the context behind that character. Uh, I really enjoyed that one scene where Black Widow and the mom, after they found the mom, swapped places so that so that uh so that a uh, Black Widow could get closer to the dude that was like pulling the strings behind the uh the red room and all that stuff and speaking of the red room that freaking thing just being like a floating sky fortress thing was like really awesome really cool of like okay this is why y'all hadn't been able to find this this dude or this place for so long is because it's a freaking moving flying fortress but that's also very scary as you saw at the end of the freaking movie where the freaking engines get destroyed and this thing just like explodes and it's just like giant pieces of metal raining down from the sky but but yeah so that that stuff was like really cool and like i said the the the, the dad alexi <laughs> i enjoyed seeing him when he was in prison 
and like arm wrestling everybody and just like boom 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 just taking everybody out or whatever and then like that whole sequence where uh where Black Widow and Yelena Natasha and Yelena were both like working together trying to like break him out of the prison and stuff and so yeah overall like it's a really solid movie really cool and like I said just just curious as as always with this MCU stuff whatever just like hey let's just see where where things go from here with you know, with like I said, I guess with the Hawkeye series, and then I know next up in line is the uh, Shang Chi and the Secret of the Ten Rings. If I remember, remember, uh, remember correctly, Let's see Shang, yes, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That is September third, so a little under two months away from now. So same thing. Whenever that comes out, I'll definitely be trying to see that on on launch night or at least launch weekend at the latest um and then it's that and then the Eternals in November I believe and then like I said I think we got Hawkeye TV series at the end, at the end of the year so anywho yeah MCU is back uh, like I said I'm excited to just be back seeing that universe on the big screen again and stuff so but yeah Black Widow like I said really solid movie um Enjoyed, enjoyed all the globe trotting stuff as I do and yeah just getting a chance to just learn more about this character but yeah I think that is it for main talking points you know of course I am I'm not the like the super nerdy comic dude or whatever so but just want to just get my general thoughts on Black Widow but yeah I think that's going to do it for everything I need to talk about let me see sorry just kind of looking through my list again let's see talk about the trailers and anime handful of manga series and these two movies so yeah so gonna take last little break and we're gonna wrap this bad boy up and get out of here for the day and that's gonna be a wrap for this episode of dad needs to talk podcast as always thank you for listening thank you for lending your ears to my voice (laughs) And yeah, this is a, you know, even though it was like an extra day or so off, it still felt weird, but you know, it's, it's always great to be sitting here back in front of the microphone, recording and putting my voice out into the world of the internet. So as always, thank you for listening. Make sure to like the podcast subscribe on whatever podcast your favorite podcast service of choice share it with your friends family tell everybody about it and yeah as always you can follow the podcast on twitter at dad needs to talk podcast find me on instagram at dad needs to talk podcast sorry correction twitter is at dad needs to talk (laughs) and then uh yeah, the website is dadneedstotalk.com and the YouTube channel is at it's just a dad needs to talk. So yeah, check all that stuff out. Like I said, I do some some stuff, extra content that's different on the YouTube channel. So make sure to go check that out. Subscribe to that as well for more fun stuff that I'm doing. And yeah, like I said next couple of weeks like I said might be a lot of a little rocky or whatever like I said I got a very busy back half of this week but I'm very excited for 
my kids say going to regionals going to regionals and track so yeah looking hopefully to be next time y'all hear my voice on the main podcast hopefully i'll be reporting back that we're fingers crossed state bound but we shall see what is in store for me and the kids but yeah enough rambling for today (laughs) y'all be easy like i said make sure to take care of yourself take breaks when you need it or hopefully you have somebody there to support you to make you take breaks or to slow down because hey, we got to make sure we take care of ourselves take care of our bodies minds souls everything so yeah as always you guys have a guys and gals everybody out there have an awesome day awesome week and come back for more so until next time watch some anime read some manga Treat yourself to something nice, and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye and peace.